0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. Over the last two days, we've been discussing a series on forgiveness, and we had discussed what is forgiveness and also what does unforgiveness reveal about your heart. Today, we're going to be discussing what does unforgiveness do to you? What does unforgiveness do to us? to yourself and to your relationships. So let's quickly dive in. I'm gonna read the the guiding verse for this series on forgiveness. And it's Matthew 6, verse 14 to 15. And I read from the NIV version and it says, "'If you forgive those who sin against you, "'your heavenly Father will forgive you. "'But if you, refine, you, if you refuse to forgive others, "'your heavenly Father will not forgive your sins.' i also want to read another verse um, particularly for this particular discussion today and it's hebrews 12 verse 15 and i read from the easy read version i read be careful that no one loses their faith and become like a bitter weed growing among you someone like that will ruin the whole group someone like that would ruin the whole group so let's Draw a quick um, process flow on on forgiveness. So um, I will call the party that that is being offended. Talker, um, no reason, just calling, just saying it came from my head, and then perhaps the offender, offender, so it's clear. So offender A, B, or C hurts talker. That is you, as an example, or me, right? And it could be deliberate, unconscious, or unknowing. Whatever it is, there is a hurt. Now, Tokwe takes to hurt, thinks about it, and Tokwe confirms within her own inner, his or her own inner um, being, that that is hurtful and it is wrongdoing to Tokwe. Right? Tokwe then makes a choice and takes offense. I I want to explain what takes offense, you take offense, they don't give you offense. So anyway, Tokpe makes a choice and takes offense at what is done. Then Tokpe breeds unforgiveness. Now, when unforgiveness is not um, taken hold of and is not forgiven, it breeds bitterness, like the verse of the scripture says, right? It leads us to activate our fight or fight mode, where once we perceive any similar emotion right to what we have experienced immediately our guards are up we we stop thinking we respond in a fight or flight mode and this is what what, what, um, people also call and what i also call strongholds because you're not responding from your thinking brain you're responding from your your brain that, that is normally triggered at where you are in any dangerous situation so let's say, for example, you see you see a fire coming. Your brain, your brain will tell you to run, right? And you start to run because it's a fire coming. But because your brain has taken the offense, the hurt as a danger point for you, you now react as if you are experiencing actual immediate danger. That is what happens when you mean to breed unforgiveness. And then, obviously, from that, unforgiveness begins to breed anger, fear... Illness, sickness, anxiety, depression, walking in constant fear because you you do not have peace of mind. You do not have peace of mind. And so you see, unforgiveness is actually a killer. It is a killer. There's a, a thing and a strong will to retaliate, to to ensure the person feels the hurt you feel you felt, you know. There is the funny thing about it is that the person that you that, that, that has offended you, <laughs> maybe Sipping wine in your house, you—you're angry. You have carried your unforgiveness in your tight chest. You have upset. It happened to me several times, so I can I can give you a graphical representation of how it feels. And yet, the person is just there chilling, enjoying your in life because they may not know that have offended you by what they have done, or even if they know, they they don't say anything to it like you have now. So that is what unforgiveness does to us as a person, right? literally takes away our peace from us and it also because of that you are reacting in a fight or fight mode in 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 areas where you should be acting and thinking properly you're not thinking right you're because of strongholds and also it breeds walls because you are you, you never want to protect yourself from everybody you're like ah i don't ever feel this way ever in my life so what i'll do my guards are up i will i will bring i'll bring up all those walls i'll bring up all those walls now what does unforgiveness do to your relationships with people that is the biggest area it affects both your relationship with people the offender and god those three relationships now now like the verse says um someone like that will ruin the whole group so now it's not just your relationship with you and the offender, but with others. You see, with the unforgiveness, right? The, the stronghold it creates so that when you are faced with, with similar situations or anything that reminds you of the hurt, your brain is triggered immediately, like I, I said earlier. And, and instead of you thinking normally, you are in fight or flight mood. So let's say somebody um um is is replaying what you said to to another person and obviously in their own words and you are right there and let's say you have been offended or hurt by someone lying to you before because the person is using their own words that may not register to you as the same meaning of the words once you hear it automatically you want to quickly say no that's not what i said you want to defend yourself why is that because you're not even thinking that actually maybe this person means this way. No, you are thinking. So, so you're not thinking. You are going to your straight, straight to your fight, fight danger zone and reacting that way. And so, what, what what does that happen? And how does that affect relationship? Because even when nothing of danger is happening, you you are you are there reacting that way. Even if there's nothing life threatening, you are reacting that way. So, clearly, it will, it will prevent you from having key relationships with people, and with people and with God. Now, I'm not saying don't learn from those situations, but don't let the possibility of being hurt again prevent you from making meaningful relationships. Because that is what unforgiveness does. Because once the walls go up, <laughs> once the walls go up, it takes a while to calm down. And you are bringing words not just to people, but also to God. Because once you start doing that, even God is even, is even left out. And what is the most important thing about our lives? It's, it's our relationship with God. And if, if we are bringing words against God, then what, what, then what do we really have? What do we really have? And then you are in a closed world. And I'll give you a personal example. So I had a, a conversation before with somebody, right, a long time ago. So words mean a lot to me. And so I had a, a conversation with a person, and it was, it was in the midst of, of a group of people at that point in time. And the person used some very vile, unnecessary words to me, very, very very strong words to me. And it really hurt me. It really, really hurt me. And, and I felt very embarrassed. And literally, I could feel the hurt. It was supposed to be very... A um, painful incident for me, and it was a while ago. And so I realized anytime I am in a room with a person, whether it is one on one or um, with people around, I already have my guards up. I already, am already in fight or flight mode. I'm not even thinking because I'm not sure what the person would say. It got to a point whereby if anyone reminds me similar to what that person is or or has a similar trait or has a similar way of speaking, again my gas would go up. So now the, 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 the is not even in the room. But because someone around me reminded me of that, my gas would go up. And so I won't speak. I'll just cause I, I'm 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 too scared to even say anything so I don't get insulted or so I I, I don't get um spoken to um violent, right? This happened for a very long time. I didn't understand why until I realized that my brain was being in fight or flight mode, and thank God for God, thank God, thank God for His, thank God for His healing power, because even because now I'm able to now speak confidently whenever a person's around. I am, I, I, I have, I have gone through that process and and I've gone through healing. I've gone through the process, and I'm thankful that I am here today to say I am able to stand wherever is around me and speak confidently. But it took time, and. I will say that I didn't realize, but I let I let that unforgiveness breed for a while. Thank God that even that that that, that now I can speak confidently and person and not be moved. I w- I also explain um, as I go what I did to help me, you know, in, that, in in changing my mindset from that fight flight mode back to having my thinking hat on. Took a lot of work, but but thankfully I'm here and where I am today. So that's it for me today. I pray for anyone right now that is struggling with unforgiveness. The Holy Spirit begins to breathe healing on you. That you will let go of whatever pain that you are experiencing as you go through this series. That it's going to be a healing time for me, for me, for you to heal from whatever hurt or pain, however mighty, however difficult it is that the Holy Spirit brings healing for you as it led you to this podcast. He's bringing healing. It's 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 a time whereby He's bringing healing from you. It's, it's a, a continuous process of how He's leading you to where to get help for your healing. And indeed, you receive all the help you need. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray, amen. If you have any questions, let me know. Let me know. Thank you for listening. God bless you and I love you. Bye.